Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Probably this challenge with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 515 for Comics originally releasing July the 3rd, 2019. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, Drew, what do we got going on in the world of comics? Uh, we got a little feedback. Uh-huh. Um, not the best feedback. <laughs> uh, I am seriously offended. By Kyle's hate speech toward gingers <laughs> on episode 513. <sighs> Lords does not look like the best comic out there, but to cast it aside on a weird redhead hipster, quote-unquote, basis <laughs> is unacceptable. I have been triggered. I would like to see a complete retraction of all comments. I feel there needs to be more comics and characters in general with red facial hair. Ever since the loss of Abraham on The Walking Dead, there has been a void of ginger heroes. We may not have souls, (laughs) but we still have feelings. Your friend, red-faced and red-haired, Brian Pollen. Pollen. Pollen or Pollen? I have angered the Irish community, and I apologize. (laughs) But man, the red-headed hipster on Psylord's just... It's... The most punchable face I've ever seen. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess you can't just do that. Just because no. you, you can't cast a, a whole aspersions at an entire genre of people. I mean, it is 2019, and you, you tend to get in trouble for a lot of that thing. But for some reason, I, I have this weird feeling that the redheaded community is one that I don't think people would look down on me if I had to. But is is you do know my daughter, yeah. your niece is a ginger. Also, you were for many many a year. Yeah, yeah, really harsh. Also, I have a child with a copper headed hair. <laughs> so, so you're allowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Nice. Yes, exactly. I, I get you have a you have a card a pass. That's awesome. But Brian, I do apologize, sir. I cast you, a very I'm sorry wide you don't net. have a soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I will do my best next time to uh, both root for the red-headed characters, which I'm trying to think of any other than the one Green Lantern. Can't really think of too many. I don't really yeah. care about Starfire, because not really real. <laughs> Jean Grey, but no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a few that'll come to you. Sometimes Batgirl has red hair, doesn't she? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Isn't uh, Rorschach a tiny little redhead underneath uh, that hood? Well, I think in the movie, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure there's ton- there's tons. But definitely lacking in there, so not to pile on from me anymore. Yeah, Harley sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got plenty. Plenty of good ones. To choose from. <laughs> uh, let's shoot over to the old FOC. This is hot off the press. Uh, Eric was working on it while we were doing uh, the intro. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just got this one hot off the press. We appreciate his effort and diligence to make it in time for our to make our show. So um, was there was he able to send an, uh, an email as well? He yeah, the email just went through. But yeah, I'm still using the direct link he sent us. So yeah. Working overtime to hook us up, so we thank him very much for that. What, did he? He probably didn't get a chance to highlight anything. Oh crap! That's right. I didn't. Let me. Uh... Oh, he did. He did. He featured 
Um, do you want to do it? If you give me 12 seconds. 12 seconds. Let's go back to your hatred of gingers. <laughs> All right, really we're here. Okay, we've got Alien Rescue <laughs> number one from Dark Horse Comic. Brian Wood uh, with a really cool Roberto De La Torre cover on that one. Pretty rad looking. Batman Curse of the White Knight number one. We got Sean Murphy back with another version of the White Knight series that he did so well yep. uh, not too long ago, about a year Excited ago. Excited about that. That's a good one, yeah. House of X, number one from Marvel. Jonathan Hickman with Pepe Larraz on art on that one. Excited and, about that. There you go. And more of the facsimile editions, Drew. X-Men 137. Which is the first appearance of who? Phoenix Must Die, so I'm... Oh, Death of... Okay. I don't know if Death, Death of Jean Grey or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, a very cool one there. Nice. I can't remember if that's the if that's the uh, comic that they talked about in Stranger Things or not. Hmm. That I don't remember. It might have been the first appearance of Phoenix. Yeah, Death of Dark Phoenix is what they was what that was, or Death of Phoenix. All right, so while we're in the FOC, we've, of course, FOC is our last opportunity, our final order cutoff, the last chance to add a few things to our order, subtract a few things out of our order, order special specific FOC things, or perhaps even see art a little bit before it actually releases. So this has been very handy for speculators and others nonetheless in the market to just kind of get another bite at the apple another look or another ability to add to things that we've you know read in the last couple weeks so we want to make sure we snag the next one so doing myself like to meander through it and see if there's anything else we'd like to add so drew let's start at the top of the list for our foc which has been wonderfully curated by cowbunga comics mm -hmm. link in the show notes if you'd like a copy of this as well yeah it looks like uh this is stuff a little less than a month out we're looking at um 724 releases mostly and uh, the StarCraft Survivors, number one, looks like a pretty cool uh, Jody Hauser book. Yeah. I um, like her work. I'm assuming it's her, but I don't know. Jody can go either way. Mm -hmm. um, based on StarCraft, the video game from Blizzard, um, and probably not the first StarCraft comic. So. Uh, yeah, well, I don't believe it's the first StarCraft comic no. at all. So <laughs> I, I like Jody Hauser, um, so I'm interested from that angle. Less so um, for spec value. There you go. Of course, um, I do agree with the with the Batman Curse of the White Knight. Um, I love that first one from Murphy. Uh, I always say Ryan Murphy. It's Sean Gordon Murphy. Sean Murphy. Um, yeah. So we're down in DC already. Okay. There's like four things up there. We're just checking. Three, four, exactly four things. All right, it was just a question. Two of there, them were the same title. There's another number one. Just were you going to hop on aliens? Were you going to talk about aliens? Was did I take? Did I? Did I, I tromp yeah. over your aliens? I mean, find out the fate of Amanda Ripley and the uh, Aliens Resurrection crew. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's great. Written, written by Brian Wood. Oh yeah, uh, listeners just on the seat of their pants. Face to face with the past. Yeah, fantastic. Can Z we go to DC now? Z Xenomorphs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, moving on. 
Uh, where was I? I don't know. You skipped Batman on. Curse of the White Knight. Fantastic. Uh, excited about that. And Batman Last Night on Earth, number two. That first one was great. So I'm super psyched about the second one. There you go. Really cool Azrael cover on the cover B. Although, I'm still recommending cover A on those. Action Comics. We have uh, Leviathan. I, I think. I don't know. What's... Oh, and... Is that Lex Luthor on the front cover there? I can't remember who's on the front cover of this. Year of the Villains. Which one are we looking at? Uh, we're looking at Action Comics 1013, cardstock Year of the Villains variant. Mm. That is. That is. Yeah, that's Lex. That's what I thought. And on the cover of that Flash 75. Uh, for Captain Cold fans, it's a nice up close and personal look at uh, him in a cardstock cover. Yeah, but Francis we're gonna. St- I mean, we're gonna start getting into, I believe, all the other cardstock variants when we get into the actual sneak peek as well. So uh, we'll get to checking those out here soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So not too late to order the back end of those if you really like what you see, or think you'll like what you see. Uh, jury's still out on whether those are those card stocks are going to be sought after. Um, did you? This is the last. Is this going to be the last chance to do pre-orders? Yeah, and and, we're, then, and they're all going to have to be sight unseen because this is going to be due Wednesday, and the first ones are going to hit shelves the day after, or the uh, Wednesday okay. after, technically. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, uh, I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. Heard out. Heard that Scooby Doo team up will be ending soon. I think it ends with fifty. So that's forty nine. So that's uh, penultimate. Yeah. Of course, the highlight for that book was the Harley Quinn super sought after cover on that one. Really. Mm-hmm. You don't remember that? People were saying no, I don't. one of the I don't lower printed Harley books because, you know, it sold about 10, 11,000 and it had a Harley cover. Huh. So. There was some scuttlebutt at one point in time. Wonder Woman cardstock variant. Ah, uh, Jenny Frizen with the really cool cheetah cover. All right, anything else in DC, sir? No. Head on down to IDW. Now, this Canto um, was quietly rushed to a second print. I missed the boat on this uh, completely. Looks like we have a different cover on the second print, too. Yeah, yeah. And then number two, um, I, I, don't, I don't know. This one completely slipped below my radar, so... I am not sure what the deal is, but uh, quick and qu- very quickly went to a second print. Yeah, there you go. IDW is not one to usually um, rush those for publicity purposes, so it's mostly legit uh, demand for that. There you go. More weird Marvel properties from IDW. A uh, Star Pig, number one. Oh. From Delilah. 
Dawson with art by Francesco Gaston. Um, okay, that is a weird name, a weird cover, a weird color. Everything about this book is wackadoo. Yeah. The spacefaring water bear. Yep. Uh-huh. That's weird. Very weird. Anything else in IDW? Um, TMNT has Rise of the TMNT Sound Off. Number one. It's based on the garbage wise Raphael, nineteen foot tall, current Nickelodeon incantation of the turtles. So it's garbage, which we shall not mention. Yes, it's it shall. Awful. Yes, hurts your feelings. Correct. Correct. All right. Let's see what we have from IDWA fourth print of Little Bird number one. I like that There's image. Image, you mean? Sorry. What did I say? Uh, IDW. Sorry. Uh, image comic. Um, and there's farmhand number 10. And if you read farmhand number 9, you know my letters in the back. Hey, there you go. Yeah. So that's that's instantly a, a collectible I was item. I say, run out, get one. Dig I through your quarter bands so. and find Drew's name. Yeah, I need to I need to pick up another physical copy of that one. Mm. All right. Down to Marvel. True. Well, what's amazing up to? We had a f- lot of fun with the Hunted storyline. Enjoyed that a bit. Um, looks like we got Boomerang back and a Superior Foes reunion. Uh, we love Nick Spencer's Superior Foes. We did. And it uh, looks like we got a lot of them back together on the cover. Um, so I am excited. I love that stuff. There you go. Fearless number one. Uh, the fiercest ladies of the Marvel Universe on and off the page. Straight off her silver screen debut, Captain Marvel takes the world by storm. And speaking of weather, Storm of the X-Men faces a problem only a goddess could solve. And the Invisible Woman, and you've got an unstoppable trio and a story by Hugo-nominated novelist and Spider-Gwen ghost spider writer, Sienna McGuire. So it sounds like we have three independent girl stories woven into one book. Uh, there's this history of the Marvel Universe, number one by Mark Wade and Steve McNevin doing the cover, which is a beautiful cover. But this probably is something that I, I it's going to just be jam packed full of uh, reference touchstones, and I'm not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to follow like a story. I'm guessing, maybe, maybe, but I, I, it's a six issue history of the Marvel Universe. Uh, I don't know how they can fit all that in six issues, right? I don't know. Yeah. Mark Wade's good, but... <laughs> I don't know. House of X, looks like there's a lot of love for House of X. I don't... Who... I don't... I, I didn't keep up much on those, unfortunately. Looks like we got a little movement on some. We'll see if there's any movement on the old superior foes, but... Not a ton. We've got a couple couple cells, but not too much. Yeah, people don't love them like we do, I guess. No, but I just wasn't sure if like this tie-in... Maybe after this one hits and people read it, maybe it'll spike it a little bit. I don't know. 
they've had it on a couple opportunities. Marvel Tales Hulk, number one. It's a Peter David thing. Got a little Stan Lee action in there. Um, must be reprint material, I'm guessing. We have Marvel's Epilogue, number one. It's a Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross joint. Um, uh, did you read Marvel's, the original graphic novel written by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross? No. Because I missed out on that completely. Yeah. I heard it was pretty brilliant. So this is like um, the sequel to that. Mm, very cool. Huh. Swordmaster, number one from Marvel. Greg Pak, who I like. Mighty Marvel Martial Arts Double Trouble. All new ongoing series. So this is a guy from War of the Realms. Uh-huh. Looks very much like a... Uh, a uh, character from a Nintendo, you know, Dragon Quest game or something. Yeah. Uh, fresh out of uh, War of the Realms, we've got Valkyrie, Jane Foster, Jane Foster, Valkyrie, number one. Um, it's Jason Aaron and Al Ewing doing the writing. That's pretty good. Uh, arts by Cafu with a, but the covers by Mahmood Osrar and I hate his interpretation of Jane Foster. It doesn't look anything like Jane Foster to me. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't read War of the Realms so maybe she's been altered there. And this is what she looks like now. Uh, I'm not happy about that. I mean, I guess she doesn't need to look like she has cancer all the time, but I don't know. I don't know. More Carnage, Web of Venom, Funeral Pyre. So. Yeah, so. Cool looking cover on that one's the reason I gravitated towards it. Yeah, that X-Men 137 facsimile is the end of the Dark Phoenix saga. And uh, ultimate sacrifice. So yeah, I'm guessing she dies in that that issue. Yeah, it's the death of Phoenix slash Jean Grey for a while. Not an X Men person, so I don't know a lot of that stuff. I'm not currently an X Men person, but I remember most of that stuff. All right, that's it for Marvel. We'll see if Boom's got anything for us. It doesn't. And all the rest. You reading Dark Red from? Uh, I'm too behind. I read through three and I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I think that's where I am. Really good stuff. I like Sealy though, so take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, and I don't, so <laughs> there you go. I still and I still like it. Yeah, not not much else in the back half, I don't think. Mm -mm. Uh, I don't think I want Archie versus Predator too. I barely got through that first issue of the first volume. So, no. Neither a bite at the apple there is Psylords number two. <laughs> we uh -oh. continue to crank out multiple covers on this thing. Yeah. So, nothing I gotta have this week. How about you? Honestly, no. I'm pretty good with my order. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which is nice. Yeah. You don't need to order stuff every week. Yep. All right, let's head on into anything else. You got anything else before we jump into the... Oh, I do I do have the um, the cover price top 10 uh, for the week of 628. Uh-huh. Um, since we did miss last week, we've been out of the game for a little bit. Let's see how much this changed. Uh, at the top of the list is Silver Surfer Black number one, the second print variant. Uh, this... Is sold eighty nine. The second issue. print variant. I went with cover A, and I went, dang it. <laughs> you you did get the second print. No, I got the f- first print. You went with the first print. Okay. Yeah, yeah this is the second print. Um, <sighs> and it is sell. It, it sold eighty nine copies for an average of around twenty four dollars. So, a nice return. Um, the issue one one in twenty five variant. Sold 45 copies for an average of around $11. So the second print's way more than the first print, 1 in 25. Yeah, which even is, a 1 in 25. Dang it. Which is a terrible for a ratio, a 1 in 25 ratio, really. Yeah. Um, 11 bucks stinks. Yeah. So there must be a ton of these out there. Uh, Oblivion Song number one. Uh, it's hot because Robert Kirkman's uh, optioned this. Yeah, let's put hot in quotation marks because... Yeah, it's not super hot. It's hot-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, sold 32 copies this week. Uh, around 5 bucks. I think I have this United States of Murder Incorporated sitting around. Yep. Um, the original or just the re- redo? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think it's... Why am I, I don't know. I think this is the original one from I- Icon, not the one that's, that's in the relaunch. Gotcha. So you might have it though. I mean, uh, sold seventeen this week for about ten bucks a piece. Uh, if you read Pearl in the letters pages, he talked about this being optioned um, for some kind of TV or movie. Uh, the Boys number one uh, sold uh, twenty-five copies this week, average of around fifty-four dollars. Um, this uh, there's a trailer that's brought strong interest back to the book. Yeah, it's a it's a, a very rated R superhero tale. Trailer, look, yeah. I like the trailer. Yeah. Uh, we have Walking Dead 191, um, where Rick got shot. Spoiler! Spoiler! He doesn't get better. Uh, sold 41 copies and average of 15 bucks there's uh, another Oblivion song the number one with the pink signature variant a little harder to find it's selling for $25 about 26 of those sold we have Walking Dead 192 where Rick is actually dying dead um those are selling for double cover. About 36 of those sold this week. That seems a little cool to me. But they've already got some 9.8s coming back, and they're selling for $90, so that isn't bad. Uh, we saw a reappearance of Omega Man number 3, the first appearance of Lobo. This rears its ugly head all the, every once in a while. Um, 35 of these sold this week for thirty at $37 a pop. And we've got another appearance by Eternals. Uh, Eternals number one. 
the key issue for that for that movie that's coming out, but you can still get them for $75 a piece, and 27 people did this week. So, lot. This has been on that list for a couple months now. Yeah. And then we've heard, um, we've heard Keanu Reeves has been bandied about as an MCU actor, and depending on what title he is selected for, uh, Kyle, who did you hear? Come on, Moon Knight. We've heard Moon Knight, which would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, I, I, I've heard Silver Surfer. Oh wow, uh, be kind of interesting. And I've heard he's going to be cast in the Eternals as well. Yeah, I heard that as well too. So, um, Moon Knight would be the best for me. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my sweet spot right there. I would love that. That would put my character, my favorite character, on the map uh, for a little while at least. Um, too bad I sold most of my stuff. <laughs> Still make you happy though. Still make me happy, exactly. But yeah, that's that's it for the the top ten and the hot the hot stuff. So let's slide on over to the sneak peek. All right, let's head over to previewsworld.com by July third, two thousand and nineteen. Of course, the first of a five week release calendar for comics on that. So there will be five weeks of releases. Uh, sometimes that leads us to a scant week, and sometimes we have five chock full weeks in a given month. So. Plus, we have San Diego this this Plus month. Plus, we so. have San Diego. So it'll probably be front-loaded, and then peter off to nothing. Yep, that's how it normally works. So let's start where we always start, in image. Uh, analog's back, good to hear. Um, I'm a big fan now. Uh, they're not being so at the beginning, but this is a new, new story arc. So uh, I'm glad it's back. Hard to believe we got crowded for another story arc, too. I thought that was kind of wrapped up but yeah. I guess not Man Eaters is getting close to the end I think it's going to try to get to 12 uh, they said they're not selling very much and they're not going to be able to do another volume but they're going to get to they're going to get to 12 no matter what the loss is that's good yeah it's sad but that they have to do it that way yeah. but whatever uh, the return of Postal I'm a big fan of that, of course, and um, I thought it had tied up really, really well in its story <laughs> when its story ended on, on issue 25, and then it had a couple of one shots to wrap up any loose ends. Uh, now it's back, <laughs> We're so back again. Yeah. we'll see. Back for more cash, I yeah. guess. Classic top cow. Yeah. Sea of Stars, number one, Drew, from Jason Aaron and Dennis Hallam. Wow. Yeah. It's a heavy hitter. Big book. I think I ordered a few of these. So yeah, and I probably them. ordered a few Space Bandits as well. Mark Millar and Mateo Scalera. Mm -hmm. So Mateo Scalera is off of... Uh, he's doing Black Science, so I don't know how he's doing this too. This Black Science is on a hiatus maybe yeah that also looks good 
lot of Millar lately. Yeah. Sean Lewis on thumbs. Number one going back for a second print. Number two also out this week. There's our Walking Dead 192 special commemorative edition. Yeah. That Kyle has poo-pooed. I'm simply saying, by not calling this a second print, in calling it a commemorative edition, I don't see why they can't just print a million. Offered again, offered again, offered again, you think? Yep, 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 yep. I didn't get that many. Well, you've talked me off the ledge, yeah. so I don't. I think I got one or two. Yeah. And, of course, I'm sticking with Walking Dead, 193 coming out. Drew, did it did it up your uh, order levels anymore? Or you back down to one and still. One ninety three. I am no one ninety three. I think I was up a little bit. One ninety four. I dropped back down to um, one. There you go. And uh, now they'll probably kill off everyone else. There you go. Uh, Dark Horse. Well, there's something called one. No one left to fight. Looks weird. Uh, it's an Aubrey Sitterson. I think you liked the look of this. Nope, I hated it. You didn't. Yeah. I thought you liked it. Okay. I might have, actually. I'm just kidding. It was like a Dragon Ball Z look. Yeah, we got a lot of pink hair, blue hair, green hair. Yeah. Street Fighter-y look to it. Yeah. Uh, more Black Hammer. Uh, they are milking Black Hammer. There's an encyclopedia one-shot. Uh, those Age of Doom issue this week. I really liked it when it was just one one book. And now I can't keep up. <coughs> Kyle just died. Yep, I'll be alright. Heading on down to IDW. Uh, both Amber Blake number two and three went to a second printing. I uh, read this, finished it up uh, with this fourth issue. Really good. Could see this being a uh, either an, a, a a nice movie or uh, rolling into a, a an ongoing series. It it, it will work both ways. Um, really like to see this cinematically. I think it, it really lends itself to that. And well done, well done. Four issues. Down to DC. Nice to see Deceased go to a second print. Yeah, very cool. The horror variant, of course. That is from the movie The Nun. Oh. Nice. Yeah, I had to ask some people on that one. I like that Deathstroke cardstock cover. That's going to be a good looking one. I'm, I'm going towards get all of these. That's I, I am too, man. I, I, I know that what I'm going to be doing. Oh God, that cat! Look at that Harley Quinn cardstock. When these start rolling in as ten point as, and they're gonna, they're going to be selling for a hundred bucks. Yep. And I'm going to be kicking myself because I did not go all in on them. And I'm going to the shop on. Wednesday, and I'm going to touch all of these. <laughs> all of look the at, card stocks. Yes. I'll be taking them all out of the bags and playing with them to see how stiff the card stock is. Hey-o. 
And there's your Lois Lane you were excited about. Yeah, Lois Lane number one, one of 12. Greg Rucka writes a mighty fine female character. I am a fan of the way he writes. Some people are not, but I am. So I am on the train for Lois Lane. Nice. The final Wildstorm. Final issue. Really fun stuff by Warren Ellis. Um, not a Wildstorm fan. Didn't know much about it. But uh, it was really accessible and I enjoyed it a lot. I'll read the next thing that they do. Superman up in the sky number one. Of course, a reprint of the Walmart Giants. I'm wondering uh, how little that stuff sells. I don't know that there would be much mm -hmm. interest in that from anyone. Uh, in fact, I think there'd be some antagonistic shops that wouldn't yeah. want to even order it. I would think. Down to Marvel, sir. Arrow! And of course, our good buddy Art Germ on that cover be Man, it looks glorious. But what is what is this? Ah, Who's she? she came out of War of the Realms, yep. Yeah, we got a lot of weird anime characters out of War of the Realms. So, how is this the first yeah, appearance, yeah, then? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it's the, it's the uh, get ready for the English language debut of the first appearance of Arrow. So, in War of the Realms, was she talking in hey. foreign language? Uh, I don't know. Help me out there, oh, dear listener, if you know what's going on. But that our germ cover is nice. You're right. We're, we're, man, I mean, we're, we're going really manga on some of these, man. This one's pretty, pretty Eastern. And, of course, we, we just looked at the uh, the other one that looked like a dragon warrior hero. And got some weird people spinning out of this uh, War of the Realms. Yeah. Good friend Roy Thomas being credited with writing on this. Captain America invades the Bahamas Triangle number one. There's a new Mutants 98. You don't think you'll be able to get a Deadpool's first appearance? Get the next best thing. Get a facsimile. For three ninety nine. worth getting the facsimile. Yeah, that's a good one. Another Star Wars fan from Age of Republic, is that what it's called? Yes. No, that's not what it's called. Yeah. Is it? What's, yeah. Is that what AOR is? Whatever. Doesn't sound right. Um, And then we have a Target Vader, Age number one, from Star Wars. Another Age of Resistance. And then we have... Yeah, I really like that reprint Carnage. True Believers. Where's that at? Carnage USA number one, a reprint of Carnage USA from 2000. Oh, yeah. Just a dope cover. If you like dope covers, pick it up. 
It's Buck. Yeah. Heading down to Good Dynamite. Job. Red Sonia still with the dupe multiple covers. Um, it's been a really fun series. Hope they don't mess this thing up, but I've really enjoyed it. Let's head down and see if there's anything else we can find towards the back. Sometimes, like, publishers are just jam-packed full of great stuff, and then other publishers have nothing. The back half is looking kind of Yeah, thin. and that happens sometimes on a fifth week, or a five-week month. Yeah, you're right. Nasty Pills is uh, from Amigo. Uh, Nasty Pills number one. Uh, it was written by someone called oh Massacre. Uh, art by Danny Sejas. Uh, and the art and the, on the cover is by Massacre. Uh, it looks very, very noirish. Looks like a, the Hard Case Crime imprint kind of a cover, actually. Um, it looks good. Um, it's a $5 book. But uh, I like the look of it a lot. Um, yeah, this is the kind of thing that rags turn noir. into. Yeah, this is something um, that could uh, could be a good one. Test number one by Christopher Sabella from Vault Comics. Yeah, it looks An good. An orphan, a human guinea pig undergoing medical tests for cash, a body hacker, a hardcore future junkie, and a corporate asset. Hmm. Yeah, that that looks really good. You don't do Uber. That's not your thing. Oh, those are twenty dollars weird versions. Never mind. Yeah, those are twenty dollars weird versions. And no, I, I don't didn't know if that's how you scratched anymore. your itch for that one book you liked or not. Yeah, <laughs> crossed. <laughs> no. It's a, it's a poor man's cross. All right, speaking of poor man's cross, Drew, this is the one podcast where I ask you what your pick of the week is. What is the one book to go to your local comic book shop? Make sure you pull it out of the mag, feel the card stock on it, see what it's like, and put it back in there because you're going to make some money. <laughs> what do we got, brother? I want to go with the commemorative edition of Walking Dead. <laughs> the one you just talked about how low you were on it is now your pick of the week. Yeah, yeah, it's not my pick of the week. I've come full circle. And I will be saying Lois Lane, number one, cover A, even though Jenny Frizen has done an amazing job on cover B, I like my cover A. And what we're actually going to do is look back in a few uh, weeks to months and determine that it should have been cardstocks. Yes, all but I, we are saying that. Spend the money. Go get your cardstocks. There's what twenty you of them. Go do that. Times four We're not going to. It's an eighty dollar investment. Is it four dollars uh, or five dollars? Five dollars piece. 
Yeah. What was Lois your pick Lane, again? Number one, cover A. Yep. Come on, cover rock a. it right good. So, nice. I want to thank you guys for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with us through our sneak peek at July third. 2019 head on over to comicsfunprofit.com there you'll find links to instagrams facebook's twitters gmails and all of the other ways to get a hold of us please feel free to send us a note about something we missed this week if there's something you looked forward to if you got your hands on the cardstock variants and you want to tell us what to think feel free to write in be part of the podcast and tell us what's going on or if you just agree with me that you're excited for Lois Lane, number one in the 12 issues that Rock is going to write. Drop a line and make sure we know that as well. So we thank you so much for joining us. For Drew and for myself, see ya.